I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, I have some big news. No, not really big news, but it's some changes. I've got some changes that I'm making in my personal life, and hopefully it'll affect my business as well. So you guys know that I went to the Entrepreneur Academy live over in Novi, Michigan. That's Brian Fullerton's event. And it's really a one-day event, but it's kind of turned into three days. I went for Friday night. They had a little go-kart thing. And all day Saturday, they had speakers and things like that. So I was there all day Saturday. But my biggest person that I took things away from in in the whole of the whole day was Nick Carlson. And this happened before when he was there a couple years ago and he spoke and he was the guy that that I got the most out of. And it, it wasn't wasn't that I didn't get anything out of the other speakers. It was just that his talk really, really uh just it it hit home for what I needed. It was what I needed that day or the, at that time in my business. And it was the same thing this time. And it was just basic, very basic, but things that you don't always think of, things that slip your mind, things that you start to forget over time. And so it was just a great reminder of things and new things that I didn't really think about. And so one of those things that I've started to implement in my business that Nick Carlson said that he does in his business or for his personal self is he actually does like a, a, a to-do list. I, I call mine a to-do list. I, he might have called his that. I don't know. But I do a to-do list every day. Since I've gotten back, I've done a to-do list every single day and I mark things off of that list that I get done. Now, that list never seems to get smaller. It just stays the same. So I I try to put just fill up one note card of things to do every day. So uh, it's, it's not very time consuming. I sit down in the morning and I think about what I need to do for that day or over the week or the month over the, the entire winter season, things that I need to accomplish, I need to get done, things that are a major priority, and things that are not a major priority. And so that could be buying ice melt or salt. That could be uh, repairing something in the house. I've got some repairs around the house that have just been neglected that I haven't put down on, to, on a to-do list. I haven't done a to-do list in probably three years. And so that just that tip alone has really got me moving. It's gotten me thinking about things that I need to get done. And there's been so many things that have just been neglected because I was just hoping and 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 waiting for it to come to my mind. But if it if I don't sit down and think about it, 
it doesn't get done. It doesn't get put on the list and it doesn't get done. So it's been really fascinating for me to see how effective doing a a daily to-do list has been. And so every day I'm marking things off of this list. Now I don't mark them all off the list every day. There's some things that can be pushed off if they need to be or whatever. I only have so many hours in a day. And so it's just been really fascinating to see the the level of things that I'm getting done in a day. And I'm not forgetting things. I'm not missing things. Like one, one thing that's been huge that I just continually miss is cleaning the bathroom. That's my job in the house is to clean the bathroom. And all summer, pretty much, I just didn't do it. It was not top of mind. I didn't sit down and think about it. Yeah, the bathroom got nasty. The wife would do it every once in a while. But it's my job. I'm supposed to do it. And it wasn't getting done. So now, once a week, I put that on the to-do list, and it gets done. And it's amazing. Now, it doesn't always happen on the same day of the week, but it gets done. Because it's on my mind. I think about what I need to do this week. And it goes on the list and it gets done. I prioritize it and it gets done. Sorry, guys, I'm in my downstairs office. I kind of redid it, cleaned it up a bit. It was a real mess. That was one of the things that needed to get done that I have not been focused on. So once the mowing season was kind of winding down and wrapping up, uh, I got to be able to get down here and really clean this thing up, put a lot of stuff away. Uh, I actually threw away a lot of stuff. I shredded a lot of stuff. I got a coat rack over here that I built and put up for all my winter gear and summer gear and stuff that can hang instead of just being laid on the floor. I mean, guys, let me be honest here, okay? I'm a slob. I really am. And I try not to be, but I am. That's just the way I grew up. I grew up in a house where, you know, we prioritized more family time than keeping the house clean and things like that. So... I came from a kind of a slob type household and I'm really trying to not be a slob. My wife is completely opposite. She came from a household that was very clean. Like you couldn't walk with your shoes on a linoleum floor. You'd get yelled at. You'd have to mop the floor. The living room could not look like it was lived in. Okay. It had to be perfect. Like everything in its place, the cushions couldn't be dented in with your butt. It was, it had to look perfect. And so that's how she grew up. Complete opposites in the area of cleanliness. And so she tries not to be super clean. She tries to go the opposite way because she doesn't like some of that stuff. And I get that. She doesn't want to be some of the people that were in her family who are just completely anal about cleanliness, okay? So she doesn't want to be like that. I don't want to be a complete slob. So I'm going the opposite way, and we're trying to meet kind of in the middle so that we can keep a clean house, but make sure that our house looks like it's lived in and that our kids don't feel like stressed out that they live in in a dump or they don't feel stressed out because they have to be neat freaks all the time. So we're kind of trying to find that center. So we're kind of coming together and meeting in the middle on that. So I'm I'm putting those things on my to-do list so that they get done in my life. My wife doesn't have to do a to-do list. She 
she just remembers. Wives are pretty pretty amazing in that way. They just kind of see what has to be done and they do it. I don't. I I if if there's dirty dishes, like it's like a blur. Like they're not even there. I mean, there was a there was a TikTok that somebody made one time, and it was this guy that would leave dishes in the sink or a cup on the table and he would leave the room and he'd come back and the cup was magically gone and he's like we have a magic a magic coffee table anything you put on there it just magically disappears it's amazing well really the wife was coming along and putting it away or throwing it out or whatever and so that's kind of been my wife and i's relationship and we're trying i'm trying to not be that way i'm trying to get more to the center help her out especially in the winter time when i don't have a ton of work to do so i, I today i did i went out and i did a bunch of gutter cleanings i say a bunch i only did four but um one i i've done twice this year and they've both times they've been just jam-packed with leaves so that was needed so i did four gutter cleanings today and it was it was exercise for me i mean it really was up and down a ladder the fall cleanups have all been done so cleaning the gutters i got to use a ladder and a bucket instead of blowing them out and then being able to clean it up with the mower i got to get up there with a ladder and a bucket and clean them out by hand and that's fine i don't mind doing that because you can get some of that gunk off the bottom some of those shingle stones and things like that and clean it out a little bit better so uh, that's what i did today that took me about four or five hours with a little i mean i took some breaks and things like that in between there but um you get it so I made some okay money doing that today. Uh, like I said, all the fall cleanups are done, so that's not a big deal. Today was really my last day to be out working in the lawn care cleanup, fall cleanup capacity. All right, so uh, today was really the last day that I'm out in the field for the summer months. And so uh, my to-do list is becoming more important. So I've got a lot of things on there. But one thing that I really wanted to touch on today was that the the whole thing with changing something about myself is I actually got a gym membership. Now, I've had gym memberships in the past. Uh, back before I was married, my roommate worked at a gym, and so I would was able to just go with him for free and just go work out, and, and we worked out together. Uh, but that's been a long time ago. That was 20 years ago or no, not, not quite 20 years ago. And then, uh, I had a gym membership after I had a knee surgery. I, I needed to continue rehabbing that knee after, even after I had finished with physical therapy. And so I, um, I went in and got this membership and lo and behold, my physical therapist actually went to this gym. So it was nice to have her there to, you know, over supervise or whatever make sure i was doing things properly but I, and i kept that up for a little while but it was pretty expensive back then that was probably 10 years ago so i finally got a gym membership i've gotten kind of portly here over the last few years and i need to get in shape or more in shape uh, not only for my health, but for my wife, you know, she needs a good looking man and, you know, for my kids, I want to be around. Uh, and so I, I went and I 
did the gym membership thing. I signed up online. Uh, I, my gym is Snap Fitness. Um, we've got two gyms that are fairly close. Um, we've got one that's called Alive. And with that, you pay a little bit more, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff with your your thing. Like you've got classes, a bunch of classes and stuff that you can do and whatever. They have a sauna there. And it was just really confusing, and it was more expensive than Snap Fitness. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go with Snap Fitness. They're open 24-7, 365. I can just go whenever I can go, and that's what I'm going to do. So I signed up for that. I can bring my wife for, you know, for five bucks a visit or whatever, uh, as long as there's a staff member there or whatever, and it's kind of weird. But so I went today for the first time. And I did chest and back. Uh, I don't remember all the stuff that I used to do. So I'm figuring that out again. But it felt good. It felt good to get in there and lift some weights and get a little cardio in. I didn't do much cardio because I hate cardio. Uh, But it felt great to lift some weights, engage some of those muscles. I have some back problems. And so... For me to do the back work is very important because I need to strengthen those muscles around the back. And so uh, that was super important. I went very light today. I didn't do a whole lot. I got up to, like I did bench presses and stuff, and I did like, I don't know, 50 pounds or whatever. They have, I think they're called Smith machines. Uh, They're not free weights, which, you know, whatever. But I kind of would rather have the free weights, but Smith machines are okay too because then you don't have to have a spotter. They kind of have to have those, especially being a 24-hour gym. You don't want somebody getting hurt at your gym using free weights when no one else is there. So I, I get it. I understand it. But I would rather have the free weights, bench presses, and stuff like that. They do have a bunch of dumbbells and things like that you can do, but... Yeah, whatever. So that is something that was kind of out of my comfort zone today. I'm not going to lie. I felt very, going in there, I felt very shy, but I, I just forced myself to to go and to, to, to just do it. You just got to go and do it. And I got to the point where I'm 41. So I'm just like, you know what? The there the gym was full of these young whippersnappers. I mean, they might have been they might have been early 20s or even late teens and uh just these whippersnappers that don't have a clue about life, but they're in there, you know, pumping iron or whatever. And uh they were there was a couple of really scrawny guys in there. There was a couple of pretty buff guys. There was an older gentleman there. Uh, I don't know exactly how old he was, maybe my age, maybe a little older. Uh, he was, he was getting after it. Uh, but everybody else was just kind of really young and I, I wasn't able to go in the morning. So I had to go in the late afternoon. So that's probably why those young kids were there. They don't have anything else to do. They were living in their mom's basement and, you know, they go to the gym. So, uh, but you know, I just got to thinking on my way home, I was talking to myself and I'm just like, you know, encouraging myself, like, you know what, who cares? Who cares what those young kids think? Who cares? They don't, they don't have a clue about life. They don't even they're barely out of diapers. They don't know. Like, who cares? I mean, do you even lift, bro? You're like a pencil. So it was 
<laughs> I was just talking to myself here. I wasn't saying any of this at the gym, but I was just like, you know, cause I felt like when you go to the gym, especially the first time in a long time, you feel like people are giving you the side eye. Like they're, they're looking at you strange because you're the new person in the gym and all these other people know each other. And you're like this weirdo that came into the gym. So they kind of give you the side eye, you know? And, and I'm like, I'm when I work out, like, so when I do chest and back, so I started with dumbbell presses. Okay. And I did a set of those, but there, there was these this group of three guys or whatever, and they were working in and out of those things. So I decided to switch to a Smith machine, whatever they're called. I don't know what they're called, but, uh, so I switched to that and they were looking at me funny. Cause I wasn't resting between sets. Let me tell you what I mean. So I would do chest. All right. I would do a set of chest. I would do 10 reps. All right. And then I would go do something for the back. I mean, just lickety split, like no, no time in between. Cause I'm fat. I want to get, keep my heart rate up. All right. These young, and I'm going light. Like I'm not, I'm not pushing heavy. I don't need to have a long recovery time. I, you know, I'm going very lightweight, very lightweight. Cause I could go a lot heavier, but I don't want to, I don't, this is my first time back. I don't want to be super sore tomorrow. So I just went light and so they're kind of giving me the side eye, like this guy's bouncing all over the place. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's probably what they're thinking. And I kind of don't know what I'm doing, but I kind of do. I mean, I know some of the things that I need to do. I'm not, I, this isn't my first time in a gym. So, you know, they were kind of giving me the side eye cause I was just bouncing from one to the next and, and doing three sets of each. And they, they probably haven't experienced that because what they were doing was they were doing a set and then standing around, they were just standing around being, you know, shooting the breeze. That's not me. I don't want to be there all day. These guys are probably gym rats. They're probably there half the day. Like, I don't want to be there for, for more than 45 minutes. You know, I want to get in and I want to get out. And so I felt a little self-conscious at first, especially doing those dumbbell presses. I, cause I was new to the gym. This was my first time to the gym. So I didn't know where anything was. So I kind of walked around first, kind of looked at everything, kind of got a feel for where things were. And then I finally jumped in and started my workout and it, I felt very trepidatious starting out. Like people were watching me. I'm sure they weren't, but it feels that way. You know, you hear that a lot from people that don't want to go to a gym because they feel like people are staring at them. And I get that because I felt like people were staring at me, but you have to, that's part of going to the gym is that you have to get over yourself. You have to get over yourself. You have to get past thinking that everything's about you. Everything is not about you. Not, nobody's worried about what you're doing unless you're in their way. All right. Nobody cares. They might give you a side eye. So what? Who cares? They, they aren't going to go home and think about you at the end of the day. They're not. So who cares? You do you, you get in there, you get your job done and you get out. It doesn't matter. And so I had to talk to myself in my head that way while I was at the gym. Like it doesn't matter. 
I'm here to work out. I'm here to get healthy. These people should be encouraging me saying, Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm so glad to see you here. Like the gym should be like a church. Like, I'm so glad that you're here to work out because obviously I need it. Obviously I'm not healthy. You can see that I'm not. So you should, instead of giving somebody the side eye, you should be encouraging people saying, man, I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome to our gym. Uh, If we can help in any way, let me know. I would love to help you out. That would make a world of difference for anyone new that's going to the gym. So that's kind of, once I've been there a while, that's kind of my plan is to just say hi to people, build relationships, and be comfortable there. Uh, It's going to be awkward for the first while but I'm going to keep doing it. Now, the older people like me, they're not awkward. Like the old, the older gentleman, I don't know if he's older or not. I mean, he was buff, but uh, he was there doing sets and he was like, he was getting after it. And I, he used one of the machines that I used because he's doing this certain thing. And I came back and the weights were different. And I was like, Oh, no big deal, man. He's like, sorry, I I jumped in. And I was like, no big deal, man. You go ahead, do whatever you need to do. So us older folks, we get it. We communicate. These younger folks, they, they probably were giving me a little bit of side eye. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not there for them. I'm there for myself and my health and my family. So when when you come up against things like this, and what I'm saying here is what I'm trying to get at is I'm trying to encourage you guys. If you need to get to the gym, stop putting it off. Stop saying, oh, well, people are going to look at me funny because I'm fat. They're going to give me weird looks because I'm fat. They're going to they're gonna think that I'm, I'm, I'm lazy or whatever. Get in the gym. Put that stuff. Sure. Those voices are going to be in your head as you go into the gym. But once you start working out, you get through that second or third set, that stuff is going to go away because you're just going to be focused on doing what you need to do. You're going to get more comfortable and that is where you need to be. So don't let those thoughts cloud your mind. Do what you need to do. And it's the same thing with business. You got to do what you need to do. You guys that are new in business, maybe you're getting ready for your first year. Maybe you're, you just finished your first year. And every time you go up to a door to give an estimate, you get very nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't let those voices talk to you. Don't talk yourself down. Don't, don't negotiate on your prices. Stand firm because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they, if they give you a side eye, if they think you are dumb or young or, or immature or, or anything, their opinion doesn't matter. You have to do what you need to do to be successful. That is what you need to do. That's why going to the gym for me was very important today. Because, and it was very important for me to be there with those young people who are there because they may have been giving me the side eye, but I put that out of my mind and I did what I needed to do. 
And that was a good first experience for me in the gym because I needed that. I needed to step over that. I needed to step over that thought of people are going to judge me. I needed to step over that. You need to step over that too. You need to step over those thoughts that people are going to judge me for my prices. They're going to judge me for my truck. They're going to judge me for my equipment. They're going to judge me for my clothes, whatever, whatever it is, you need to step over that. You need to get over yourself and you need to realize that most people aren't thinking any of those things about you. Most of those people are thinking, here's a young man that knows how to work. That's what they're thinking. You have to change your mindset to get past all those negative thoughts so that you can be better, so that you can do better things. So guys, that's what I wanted this podcast to be about today. I really hope that you got some value out of this today. Uh, I hope it was an encouragement to you because, guys, there's so much negativity in the world today, so much negativity, and it's so easy to fall into negative thoughts. So if we just push those things out of the way, if we just step over them and we say, I'm not listening to you. I'm not going to give you any time in my brain. I'm going to step over those negative thoughts, those self-defeating thoughts. That is when you become stronger. Because every time you step over those self-defeating thoughts, those negative thoughts, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And those thoughts become less and less and less, and you become more confident in yourself. That's something that I'm looking for in the gym is self-confidence. You have to build that up. It is very important for me to build self-confidence because I don't have a lot. So I need more. And I'm, I'm working on it through social media. It took me a long time to get comfortable in front of a video camera. It took me a while to get comfortable on this podcast. And it's going to take me a while to get comfortable at the gym. But I am slowly building self-confidence. I was that, that very quiet teenager who didn't say a whole lot, very shy, didn't want to rock the boat at all. And slowly over the years, I've gained more confidence, more self-confidence. Yeah, I'm a bigger guy. Yeah, I'm fat. Yes, I need to be in the gym. But you know what? I can still feel good about myself. And you can feel good about yourself, no matter if you're skinny, scrawny, toothpick, no matter if you're big and fat like me, you can feel good about yourself. However, don't let yourself stay there. Don't let yourself stay there. Yes, you can have positive thoughts about yourself and still want to change things. You need things in your life that make you feel bad. So that you will change. You need those things. But what I'm saying here is don't have those negative thoughts about yourself. Don't internalize them. Don't think, oh man, I am so bad because I'm just so fat. I'm so obese. 
I just don't, I don't, I'm worthless. Don't, don't entertain those thoughts because it's not true. Your value does not come from what you look like, from what you do, for what you, from what you have done. Your value comes from God and God alone. Doesn't matter. Any, any, anything else doesn't really matter. But what I'm saying here is build that self-confidence. Stop the negative talk. Stop the, oh, I can't go to the gym because people are going to look at me funny because I'm fat. Stop that crap because that will hold you back in every area of your life. And you will realize once you step into that gym and you get going on a workout, even if you have to ask for help and say, hey, man, I don't really know what to do here. Can you help me out? Can you show me what I need to do? They would, number one, be happy to help you out. Number two, that will build self-confidence. As you start doing it, you feel stronger. You might not look stronger. You might not look any different, but you feel stronger. You feel more confident because for men especially, if you feel strong, you feel more confident. And so for all of you guys out there, whether you're pencil thin or super big and fat, just just stop the negative talk. Do something about it. Do something about it. I, I had negative thought for a lot of years, and I never did anything about it. Do something about it. The Nick Carlson thing, the, the Nick Carlson talk, it, it inspired me to do something about it. It inspired me to move, to take action. And that's what you guys out there in the listening audience and the viewing audience need to do as well. Take action. Start implementing things like a to-do list, like going to the gym. You don't have to go to the gym for three hours a day. You need to go to the gym for a half hour a day. And then if you feel really good after a week or two, go for 45 minutes. And then if you feel good after that, then go for an hour. It's up to you. It's all about self-confidence, building that confidence in yourself, getting things done for yourself in your life and your business, and moving forward from there. So guys, again, I hope this was an encouragement. I know I was ending the podcast and I just kept going. So thanks for listening. I, I, I hope and pray that this was an encouragement to you, that this was motivating to you. And guys, that's it. I will see you in the next episode.